0: Good morning. Today is Sunday, September 5th, 2021. The Dubna Magid, one of the great Jewish storytellers of all times, tells the story of a man who came from a very small village, kind of a backward place, and for the first time in his life he went to visit the big city and he stayed at an inn, in this city. In the middle of the night, he was awakened by the beating of drums. It was very, very loud. And he was sleeping, he was tired, and he asked, what's it about? And they said to him, a fire had broken out, and the drum, the beating of the drum, was the city's fire alarm. All right. He turned over and went back to sleep. When he got back home to his village, he went to the people of his village and he said, they have a wonderful system in the big city. When there's a fire, they beat these drums. It's very, very loud. And before long, the fire goes out. So the people who were very excited to be able to have a system that would save their community from fire, chas God forbid. So they ordered a supply of drums and they distributed them to the population. Several weeks later, a fire did break out in the village and all over the village you could hear loud beating of drums. Everyone was beating the drums. They were beating the drums And while they were waiting for the fire to go out, the entire village burned down. Now, at that moment, passing through this tiny village, there was a visitor. And he asked, what's the reason for the beating of the drums? And they told him. And this visitor said to the inhabitants of the city, you foolish people. You think that the fire is going to go out just because you beat the drums? Beating the drums doesn't make the fire go out. Beating the drums is to wake up people to start to put out the fire. Just beating the drums by itself does nothing. The Dubna Magid used this story to explain the impact of the shofar. We sound the shofar, during Elul, and especially on Rosh Hashanah. But sounding the shofar itself doesn't do anything. Sounding the shofar is supposed to get us to change our ways, to improve our behavior, to recognize the coming of God's presence as a melech. Sounds by itself do nothing unless they are followed by actions. Mitzvah of Shofar on Rosh Hashanah is not just to blow and hear sounds. On Friday, I shared with you a little insight into the different sounds that the Shofar makes. And that's important to get it right. But today I want to focus on the emotions that the Shofar should evoke because it is necessary to understand those emotions and feelings and what the shofar should evoke from us. As part of the Rosh Hashanah Davening, just before we blow the shofar, we say this line, Ashrei ha'am Yodei Teruah, Praiseworthy is the nation who understands the sounds of the shofar. It's not enough just to hear them. We have to understand them and internalize them and use them to grow. So let's start today by focusing on the shofar itself. Now, the shofar is allowed to be made from any kosher animal. And in fact, Jewish communities around the world, use many different types of animals, presumably what is most local to their geographic location. The only kosher animal we are not allowed to use is a bull, because a bull is the same animal as the Egel Azaha of the golden calf, And the golden calf did not work out so well for us. So on Rosh Hashanah, we do not want to remind God of anything having to do with a bull or a calf. Let's keep that off the table. But any other kosher animal is fine with only one rule. The shofar must be bent. Now, every shofar is bent a different way. Some are straight with a little bend at the end. Some are kind of curlicued. Many different types depending on the species of animal. But they are all bent in some way. And that requirement that the shofar must be bent is connected to the sound that we make on Rosh Hashanah, the sound of the trua. The Torah tells us that concerning Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah is Yom Trua. It is the day of the Trua. We are required to hear the Trua sound on Rosh Hashanah. And remember, we discussed this on Friday that our sages have three different opinions about what the Trua is. One we call (laughs) Trua. Another we call shvarim, and a third, which is a con- which is a combination of both shvarim Trua. So we're required to hear three of those on Rosh Hashanah. The common denominator of the three different opinions about what the trua is, I alluded to this on Friday, is that it is the sound of brokenness, the sound of sobbing, of moaning, or perhaps both moaning and sobbing. This is actually a true story. It happened here in Montreal just a few years ago. There was a Rosh Hashanah service that was taking place in a neighborhood that was not particularly a Jewish neighborhood, but there were Jews, some Jews living there, but not known as a Jewish neighborhood. They're blowing the shofar on Rosh Hashanah and the police come in. And the police say, we got a report of domestic abuse. Someone called the police to say that there was crying going on in in this place. So the Jewish people said, there, we were just blowing the shofar and shofar. the sounds of the shofar, yes, they imitate crying, but there's nobody crying here. We're celebrating the holiday. The police did not believe them. They insisted on inspecting every single room to make sure there was not, God forbid, someone who was actually crying there. Okay? It's a true story. The mitzvah of shofar is the mitzvah of prayer in the form of pure sound. No words. Before words. Shofar is simply the expression of pure emotion before it is verbalized. It's the sound of a broken heart. We come before God on Rosh Hashanah, with intense honesty because there is no other way to appear before God without honesty. And therefore, we come before God on Rosh Hashanah with our faults, with our shortcomings, with what is broken in us, with what is bent in us. Rav Nachman of said, there is nothing so whole as a broken heart. And the shape of the shofar mirrors the sound of the trua. And as we blow the trua sound, we should be listening to the different kinds of a broken heart the broken heart of sobbing, the broken heart of moaning, the broken heart of both of them together. And we should let the emotion of the sound fill our hearts. But notice that though only the trua is required to be blown on Rosh Hashanah, it's called Yom Trua. Rosh Hashanah is called the day of the trua. You'll notice that we also add one more sound, the only other sound indicated in the Torah itself, the tekiah. Now, the tekiah sound of the shofar is not explicitly mentioned anywhere in the Torah in regard to Rosh Hashanah. But we blow the tekiah sound before and after every trua, And the tekiah is a very different sound. The Tkia is a strong, straight, confident sound, a sound that, convey, that conveys benevolence and forgiveness and harmony. And the requirement is, and please notice this on Rosh Hashanah when we blow the shofar, we always blow Rosh Sh- shofar in a line. The sounds are arranged in a line. Tkia. Something in the middle that is a trua and tkiya. So remember, we have three different opinions about what this trua in the middle is. So we do all of them. But tkiya, something that stands for trua and tkiya. We surround the trua with the tkiya. We envelop the trua with the tkia on either side as our prayer of pure sound pre-articulated pure sound we pray to god to straighten what is bent in us to soothe our crying to show us compassion in the face of our shortcomings so as we listen to the sounds of the shofar we should pay attention to the emotion of each sound and to the shape of the shofar and pay attention to the order of the sounds. And we should heal and we should feel as we hear this on Rosh Hashanah, the prayer, the inarticulated prayer of pure sound for the tekiah on either side to overwhelm and soothe the broken sound in the middle. My friends, I want to wish you a great day. And I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person. And I hope that for you, as I hope for me, that we will be able to hear and that God will be able to hear and act upon using the tequila on either side to straighten the bent trua in the middle. Have a wonderful day.